Hello, my name is Ginny Buckley, and this is Pioneers from the team at Bridgestone EMEA, a podcast about sustainability, mobility, and innovation. In season two of Pioneers, we're talking to industry experts to help us get to grips with and understand some of the key issues. Electric cars are so expensive because the battery is compensating for a lack of infrastructure. We would like to deliver sustainability without a compromise. Sales of electric vehicles have been increasing steadily. One in six cars sold here in the UK are now electric, and that number is growing right across the world. However, we know that the higher cost of electric cars means that this is a market that isn't currently accessible to all. So with limited options in the affordable car range under around €30,000, will consumers be able to make the switch? So in this episode, to try and unpick where we are with affordable electric cars, I'm joined by Andy Palmer, automotive expert, former CEO of Aston Martin and COO of Nissan, along with Bora Chelikiai, Head of Product Category Management for Bridgestone EMEA. Hello there. Hello. It is lovely um, to have you joining us. So, so Bora, I'm going to kick off with you. Just tell me a bit about your background, what you do, and how you came to work in your current role. Well, I'm an uh, industrial engineer, and uh, I also have a business degree and uh, MBA. Uh, the product role is uh, really uh, interesting and fascina- fascinating because it is really the central role uh, in the middle of uh, research and development, uh, marketing, manufacturing. So it's really in the middle of uh, everything. Andy, um, you are often called amongst us journalists the godfather of the electric car. I don't know how you feel about that term. Better than the grandfather. (laughs) Very true, very true. And that, of course, was for the work that you did in getting a car that was absolutely groundbreaking, the Nissan Leaf to market. Just for the benefit of our audience, just give me an overview of the work that you've done. I'm approaching 44 years in the auto business. I know I don't look that old. Um, So I I left school when I was 15. 16, I became an apprentice uh, seven years at uh, at the company I joined, which is called Automotive Products, uh, Clutches and Brakes. Then I went to Rover or British Leyland, as it was called called then, um, and um, cut my teeth in management and um, got a master's in engineering. Um, and at that time, British Leyland was working with Honda, um, famously so. And um, I, I couldn't work out why Japanese products were so much better than the British products that we were making and, and felt that I needed to go and learn from the Japanese. And I also read a book called The Machine That Changed the World, uh, and that changed my world. And I went to work for Nissan. Uh, thought I'd be there for three or four years, get some experience and come back. Uh, basically. Uh, being there for um, uh, 23 years, 10 years in the UK and 13 years in Japan. After becoming COO of Nissan, I had the opportunity to become CEO of Aston Martin. Um, That was too big an opportunity to to let go. I left there just about two and a half years ago and have been doing a number of things since then, one of which was uh, chief executive of a company that was conceived during COVID uh, called Switch 
which was basically an electric bus and van company. I would say everything that I do right now, including some consulting, uh, is is all basically uh, around the net zero space. And it's interesting because the car, um, of course, that you you know was so influential in bringing to market, the Nissan Leaf, um, is actually one of the very few relatively affordable electric cars. So, I mean, a question really to both of you, where are all the affordable electric cars? And I guess, but what are the challenges in making them, Andy? Electric cars are so expensive because the, uh, because the battery is compensating for a lack of infrastructure, lack of charging infrastructure is the, the simple answer. Now, batteries have obviously come down a lot in, in, in cost over the last 10 years. Um, they were about $1,000 per kilowatt hour when I started, as I say, about 150 now. They've continued to come. They're coming down the Moore's curve, as it's called. Uh, and over time, I would expect uh, batteries to eventually cost, let's say, 60 to $80 per kilowatt hour. So part of the solution is there. But the, the other part, and look, we all want, want to get to a $20,000 um, uh, electric vehicle. Really, the only way that you can do that is to reduce the size of the battery. And I know it sounds counterintuitive, but remember that LEAF started with a 24 kilowatt hour battery. If, and it's not the case today, if we had a proper charging infrastructure, if we could have on-street charging, if everybody had access to a high-speed charger when they needed it, then you wouldn't need to be carrying 60 kilowatt hours of battery around you'd be at more like 24. I would suggest that 24 kilowatt hour is, is the ideal size. And I know from my own work uh, in, in some of the companies that I work for, if you can get the size of the battery down, then, then $20,000 for an entry-level car is doable. Let's just rewind a little. So why, how do the tyres differ? What makes them more expensive to manufacture? Actually, the simple uh, answer is that you can fit any tyre from a regulatory point of view to an electric vehicle. So at Bridgestone, uh, we are developing our tyres to have the optimal performance for all powertrain types, including electric vehicles. And as a result, we don't bring any additional cost to electric vehicle owners. Nevertheless, there are some additional challenges uh, when it comes to tires. Uh, there are some additional challenges linked to electric vehicles, and those are linked to the higher weight of the vehicle as well as higher torque of the vehicle. And this higher weight and higher torque increase the wear rate of the tires, so your tires wear out faster. And also it makes the safety-related features of the tires more important. And there is one more point, of course, when it comes to the battery range. If you have tires which are more energy efficient, you can get more kilometers out of your battery. Yeah. So part of the challenge, Andy, is the fact that you know batteries are very expensive. They're not going to come down much immediately in the very short term. So how important is it for manufacturers to be looking at innovative ways of building cars? So that's the, the battery area is key. Um, on, on the vehicles themselves, you know what? I'm, I'm continuously a little disappointed in vehicle manufacturers' uh, conservatism around, uh, around the form factor of cars. You know, you don't have a big engine block that you have to package anymore, so you don't need to have a three-box construction. 
what I tried to do, and this is 10 years ago, uh, with the blade glider, the Nissan Glade blade glider, was to demonstrate that by removing the engine block and moving to a skateboard uh, philosophy, that the form factor of the vehicle can be anything that you want. You can put the driver in the middle, at the left, at the right, at the back, it doesn't matter. You don't need to have the trunk at the front, the trunk can be at the back, or vice versa. And and so I, I, it will come, but manufacturers need to experiment around form factor and, and in doing so, optimize for weight and drag. So I think one of the most exciting things about electric car is it doesn't need to look like the car that you're grandma was driving you know there's an opportunity to really change the way that a vehicle looks and i'm I'm looking forward maybe it's going to be citroen and peugeot because they're the seemingly the most ambitious but i'm looking forward to that first manufacturer that wows us with a a, a different a different design because you can with an electric vehicle Brilliant. And Bora, from your perspective, what are the new technologies that are coming down the line that are exciting you with your engineer's hat on? Sustainability is becoming more and more important each day, and it is the core item also in our corporate agenda. Our latest uh, technology package, Enlighten, is uh, basically, uh, I can say, the biggest item currently in our agenda that we are delivering to the market. So with the Enlightened Technology Package, we are basically um, planning to have a step up both in the traditional tire performances that are always important. So basically we can call uh, safety and control related performances, but also make a step change in sustainability. So sustainability is becoming more and more important each day, and it is the core item also in our corporate agenda. So we would like to make sure that we address the market with uh, sustainable products and uh, and solutions. So basically, we would like to deliver sustainability without a compromise. So compromise uh, meaning we don't want to trade off in any of the safety or economy-related performances and at the same time progress in sustainability. So to deliver that, we have a wide range of technology portfolio that basically touches the tire 360 degrees. It includes uh, the compounds that we put into the tire. It includes the tread pattern design. Uh, it includes also the fabric inside the tire, basically improving all those technologies and customizing, of course, taking different elements in that package by product segment. Uh, we are basically delivering uh, this to the markets. Cast your mind back um, to, well, it's over a decade um, ago since the, the LEAF uh, was launched, and you were sort of imagining where we'd be, you know, 10, 11, 12 years on. Are you slightly disappointed that there aren't more affordable electric cars? Do you think the industry has done enough, or has it, you know, not pushed things um, far enough, in your opinion? Look, it's, it's over 15 years since I started the development of the LEAF, and we took a a bet. I, I can't describe it as anything else that that would be the future, but it was an, a, a well thought out uh, bet. Um, and it was, you know, ultimately proven to be correct. So, yes, I'm honestly disappointed with the speed of of change. You know, 15 years 
in the auto industry is basically the life of two platforms. Um, it was really only Dieselgate, uh, and I would I would suggest the agitation of Tesla that that has forced us into the move, and 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 has basically you know with with the likes of the Leaf with the proven technology allowed a a path to be made. But we should have gone quicker. The 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 the, the climate change, the planet's need to get to net zero is absolutely urgent. Um, and, and we should be talking more about not whether electric vehicles are coming or not. Electric vehicles are as sure as death and tax. They're coming. They're, 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 they're no, nobody else, nobody in the world is developing an internal combustion engine. So electric cars are coming. What we need to now concentrate on is the fact that, um, according to a Volvo study of, of, of late, you use about 70% more CO2 carbon uh, in constructing an electric car and building an electric car than you do an internal combustion engine. Now, you save on the carbon over life because an electric car is, is much more uh, green to, uh, to, to use. But where the vehicle manufacturers need to now concentrate, and they obviously need to do this hand in glove with all of their supply base, including Bridgestone, is, is getting to net zero that's the that's the real challenge now uh and, and of course to get to net zero then you have to supply cars to everybody which means you need to face that challenge of of basically affordable vehicles yeah fully fully agree and that's uh, also the the biggest priority for us at the moment uh, basically the, the sustainability and we are committed to basically embedded into all our operations uh, it includes basically uh, our our entire footprint, including manufacturing, supply chain, the products that we design. So that's indeed uh, a big opportunity, challenge and a responsibility at the same time for the entire industry. So for the entire ecosystem, not only car makers, but also the entire ecosystem surrounding uh, surrounding that to make sure that basically the next generation mobility is more sustainable than ever because that's the only way forward. Okay, so one final point to both of you. When do you think we're going to be back on this podcast together saying, it's brilliant, there are so many electric cars that are affordable, I don't know which one to choose. I think it will be very hard to buy anything other than an electric car by 2028, 2030, that, that time frame, because basically there is no manufacturer working on anything else. Uh, and we can speculate around hydrogen, we can speculate around hybridization, but the fact is every vehicle manufacturer is working on its platform strategy for electric. So um, I think in, in the mature, what we, you know, I might call the mature markets, um, that we, we can expect that to be the case um, as I say, by the end of the decade. Um, outside in, in developing markets, um, I think it will take a little bit longer. But but I think, that, as I said, the next goal is basically how to make those vehicles net carbon zero. That's the real challenge. And that's what we have to do uh, if we're going to save humanity from itself. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a fact, of course. Uh, when you look, uh, Europe is uh, at a different pace. China is also very strong uh, in the electric vehicle market. It's picking up in the U.S. When we look at, of course, uh, in the more, uh, let's say, developing parts, less mature markets, there can be other priorities. 
at the end, I think everybody is heading towards the same direction, but at different speed and different maturity. Yeah, so that's, I think, uh, that's normal, of course. Uh, sadly, at that point, we are going to have to leave it for today. But a huge thank you for sharing your insight with us today and joining me on the Pioneers podcast for Bridgestone EMEA. Thanks to all of you for listening. Now, for our colleagues in Bridgestone EMEA, you can read much more on this on Be Connected EMEA. For everybody else, keep an eye on Bridgestone EMEA's LinkedIn page for all the latest news. My name is Ginny Buckley from Electrifying.com. Thank you for listening to the Pioneers podcast by Bridgestone.